Welcome to another episode of Hoops and Damas Heat Special. Heat Special because the Miami Heat are special. Okay? They're not done yet. The Lakers are still in trouble. Less trouble than perhaps the Miami Heat because they got their backs against the wall. But wait a second. Maybe the backs against the wall is when the rattlesnake is most dangerous, isn't that? Huh? Just, just like those nuggies. Just yeah. like those nuggies backs against the wall, baby. It's not over. Yeah. It's not over. I, I love what you're saying, Jump Chat Jesus. Because it's not over. No, put away no. the put away the freaking ropes. Put away the, the media trucks. Okay, yo, you wore your black the the Mamba jerseys thinking that was the lucky charm. You can't lose in your Mamba jersey. Fuck out of here. All right, the you know, dude, it's it's, it's not over. And hey. I mean, I know it's, it's a tall order to win two more in a row, beat the Lakers three three games in a row. It's a tall order. But Lucky then, charms, <laughs> tricks are for kids. <laughs> tricks are for kids, bro. All right, no disrespect to great Kobe, but get out of here, man. Those Lakers fans thought it was in five. This is it. They're like, ah, this is what five looks like. Fuck, F O H, F O H. I mean, oh, man. honestly, dude, the, the the word, the cliche, it's hard. Right. Absolutely, man. It's this... what we love about sports. It's, yep. about, it's what we love about basketball. Like, For real, man. When heart shows through, when it's like this team doesn't have any business doing what they're doing, and you see mm-hmm. these moments in sports, it's, it's literally poetry in motion. It's what life is all about. It's what sports are all about. It's why we love it. And we're seeing it happen when we see teams do shit like this. Speak on it. Speak on it. Bro, come on, man. Freaking, you know, this is where when they make the movies, the Hoosiers, and they make Glory Road, okay? They're hard. Like, you you can't ask for more out of the human experience than... Then people, then you know, the human experience is showing heart through adversity, of being doubted, of thinking you don't have what it takes, not being worthy, and proving everybody wrong. Right? This is like, I, I man, it's just this team is just. I just, you know, I, look, especially as a Heat fan, like if you're an NBA fan, you're loving this, okay? Unless you're like a Laker fan or whatever, but. You know, even if you are a Laker fan, you got to respect it. If you're an NBA fan, you're loving this. And as a Heat fan, it's like, it's just, you know, I love this group, man. I love this group so much. I love, I'm love. i so happy for them, man. Like, yeah, I want them to win, but it's like, I want them to win because it's like, because of, like you're saying, what, what it shows, man. Like, it's just, I, we love seeing examples yeah. of heart, of guts. And this is guts, where we are man. in this world right now. You know, yeah, like, right. We need we needed this little shiny light, yeah. okay, in this dark, in the shadow, the valley of death that yeah. we're in of 2020. We need an underdog to root for. <laughs> we need someone to just dethrone the king. You know what I mean? Like we've seen it over and over again in literature and poetry, whatever. You know what I mean? Like it's like, okay, here is the great titan that has ruled the land, and it's like here's these scrappy band of misfits, and I'm obviously like way overblowing this. But like, it, it it's it's amazing, you know. You do have this like, I just recorded a seventeen second video of myself talking about this, and I had to like 
do a couple takes because the first few I like started recording and I'm like, I don't know what to say. You know what I mean? I'm like, I don't know what to say. And finally I was like, I've never seen a team this young with this big of balls. You know, came, came out the womb swinging balls, bro. Yeah, seriously yeah. though, for real though. Tyler Hero hitting those big free throws. It's championship. You want my opinion man. on the team? <laughs> Tom, how they wouldn't have gone this far without all the team bonding that they've been doing. Oh uh, yeah, I'll bring that up. Sure. Here, uh, yeah, Jared, yeah. She was saying, "You heard that?" Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like we were talking about that in the car of like. Like how I'm sure there's some teams that really embrace this bubble experience a lot more than others. And I think the the Heat like really embraced it and they really got closer. And you know what I mean? Like they totally just had fun with it and, and bonded deeper. And it, you know, it was, I, you know, who knows if they would have had this, this run if it, in, outside of this bubble. Yeah. I mean, it's honestly like it goes back to kind of. I'm not trying to say that like I saw this coming cause I didn't, but like, I remember going into the bubble. I was like, what kind of team is this going to benefit? You know? And yeah. like, maybe there is an advantage here to having like, I don't know, dare I say less egos, you know what uh-huh. I mean? Like the ball moves. Like, right. Jimmy Butler's clearly their guy, and I, I'm not trying to, like, take anything away from LeBron James or Anthony Davis or call them selfish. LeBron's one of the best playmakers ever. But, like, just their uh, identity is a team. It, it's the kind of identity that is going to help you be successful in an arena where it's, like, there's not going to be fans there. You know what I mean? Right. It's just, like, go go play basketball right right where it's like the um what's the what's the word like all of the extra extra circumstances are leveled off so it just comes down to basically team ball chemistry and talent you know what i mean like the uh, home field advantage and all that stuff and which can add a lot which can you know mess up rookies which can whatever mess up people's like sleeping patterns because they're traveling yada yada all that stuff is taken out yeah. So you're right. So like when you kind of have it uh, all kind of leveled off, it comes down to who can play the best together. You know, in a way, it's almost like I dare I say, like, it's kind of the fairest way. It's like the most fair playoffs ever. Um, it's crazy. Now, like, I'm obviously home court's important. You know what I mean? That's why you have to earn right. But like, Big time. Yeah, it's like, all right, every game, like, here we are in an empty gym. Right, like, <laughs> right, exactly. Like, and Jimmy Butler's like, okay, I'm going to play till I can't walk. <laughs> right. You see Not the clip of him? No, what clip? After the game? Yeah, dude, there's a clip of him getting interviewed, and he's walking off, and he can't walk. <laughs> what? Yeah, I mean, he's not, like, literally in, incapable of walking, but he is, like, I mean, <laughs> just like fatigue, just like exhausted type shit. Yeah, like just limping horribly. You know what I mean? Like it doesn't look like he's hurt. He's just extremely sore. By the way, is that the <laughs> is that the uh, revolution? Um, what do you call it? Uh, yeah, dude, that is the Oktoberfest. Their new beer that you're drinking there. Is it? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's definitely October. Is this? Oh yeah, Revolution Brewery. Yeah, Unbelievable. Cool. 
Well, I just broke every rule I've ever made about no free advertising, but congratulations <laughs> to Revolution Brewing. That's a great that's a great beer, man. Snuck in there. <laughs> totally unintentionally. I was just drinking one of those the other day. Hell yeah, bro. Cheers to that, mate. I'm gonna have my Oktoberfest over here. This is my Denver Oktoberfest by Oscar Blues. Here here, take a look here. This is the slow chill dunkel. Nice. Yeah. Oh, so yeah. Love those colors. Accidentally giving away some free advertising here. <laughs> but yeah, man, I think that uh, what we've been seeing from this Heat team is extremely special. I mean, you know who it honestly reminds me of is the uh, the Pistons. Those ninety, the uh, early two thousand Pistons. Yeah. Like Ben Wallace. Yep. Yep. Rashid Wallace. Yep. Billups, Hamilton. I I don't know, man. They got a bunch of they're young, but they got some dogs. Like that Pistons team. They just they're just dogs. Yep. 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 And like man, I mean I I don't know. I was gonna say like that Pistons team is almost in a way more talented. I feel like they were kind of more skilled almost. I don't know. That's a different game. We're, we definitely have better shooting, but, but yeah, no, it's, it's definitely the, you know, these, the, this team is a type of team that reminds you of those Piston teams of like that St. Louis Rams team that won the Super Bowl against like super talented. I forget who it was. I mean, this was like Kurt Warner. Like basically those teams that are just like, they don't have like a, you know, the Titans? Yeah. And, and, and it's like, have- oh, here's this grocery bagger. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah, this grocery right. clerk that's just, well, like, big, I mean, you know. Right. Like, they're just, like, they're really good just because they're, like, bro, it's, like, remember the Titans type shit, like, where they're just a team that has, like, you know, they just play really well together, but they don't have, like, a superstar, superstar, and then they just kind of, like, show the world that it's possible. I mean, this is one of those teams, man, that they're just – they just they're they're grimy. I mean, come on, bro. Like Jimmy Butler, second round pick. You know what I mean? Yeah. Freaking. What was he all like the, last first last pick in the first round or something? I'm gonna look that. Was up. it that? I mean, I that know was, he was like not picked early. Right. It wasn't no lot. Yeah, I'm looking that up right now, but I know it's either like second or very last of the first. Yeah. Okay, thirtieth pick of the first round. Okay. And, I mean, just, it's just like this guy was literally homeless, you know. Yeah, I recently yeah. found out about that. Like, kind of, is I didn't know all that. Like, that amazing. That like at thirteen, he was basically homeless. I mean, you know, without a home, I don't incredible know. man, for real. This, like, yeah, bro. But uh, let's let's get into the game itself. It, itself, the series itself. You have to give your kids a little adversity. Oh, definitely. Right. Yeah, right. I couldn't agree more. Honestly, like that's what <laughs> that's what you're seeing right now in the world and in the game. Right. Turn bro, pressure turns, right? Cold to diamonds, like we can, you know. Like this is <laughs> this is the message. This is the the middle of the show message, okay, people, which you know this, but let's just remind the world. All right. No matter how shitty things may seem, if you don't let it break you, it can make you. Okay? You just got to have 
patience yeah. Yeah. and determination and faith and stick with itness. Yeah. Stay with it, people. Stay with it. Adversity is your friend. The obstacle is the way. I mean, you're, you're seeing it. I think there's, I've always said there's obstacle in every opportunity or there's opportunity in every obstacle rather. Yep. But, uh, yeah. everything's yep. momentum, man. I think that, yeah, big time. Uh, there is a way that we wrestle with the world. And, uh, you see that a lot in sports where like I was texting my friend earlier about the game actually. And I said to her that, basketball it's such a cliche but like having confidence in believing in each other can make you so dangerous you know so and it was time. honestly like halfway through the second quarter uh and all of a sudden it's like oh damn the heat are clicking you know uh-huh. i guess it was like early on the heat were on some sort of run and that's the thing about this team that reminds me of the Golden State Warriors is like they don't have any fear. <laughs> like they'll go down ten and they'll be like, no problem, we'll hit nine threes in forty three seconds. You know what I mean? Or like mm-hmm. or have nine forty three seconds, like whatever. We'll transition three, no worries. Like it, they don't they don't you don't ever feel that like kind of drop in their morale. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I will say this. The first two games of this series, honestly, didn't feel like, man, it felt like a different Heat team. I, I got the sense that they were, like, almost accepting their inferiority. Like, I think they haven't they haven't played with a team that has matched their toughness uh, and strength like the Lakers. And I think it really kind of, like, you know, caught them a little off guard. And I just remember watching game two and being like, oh, my God. Like, even when it was, like, semi-close, I'm, I'm I was like, it, it didn't feel close. You know what I mean? It didn't feel close. And I'm like, God, like, bro, this is not looking good. Like, we we do not – we're not playing with kind of like this – it's 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 a un – you know, it's a un – like, it's a subtle thing of just like – you can just tell when a team is kind of like – you know, one team is just so in control and kind of getting easy shots and kind of like, you know, even if it gets tied up, you just don't feel like the other team, which was the Heat in this case, you didn't feel like they were going to, like, really make a run to, like, get on top and, like, stay dominant for a few, you know, for a half a quarter or whatever. Like, you just didn't feel that. And I'm like, man, this is not looking good. And I think I think it took them two games, even with the injuries and everything, you know, they needed to get their backs against the wall and they needed to, like, be like, hey, like, we belong here, you know? We fucking belong here. We need to, like, wake up to that. Yeah. And, dude, with with – short manned and everything freaking you know like de- the definition of the team like guys stepping up kelly olenek and whatever all these guys just had a great freaking game three and yeah. they got themselves back in the series without bam without Goran, yeah. you know and yeah. and lost game four and people saying this is what you know lakers are uh, five, dude, I, mean, I have been their biggest trumpeter and also then counted them out immediately 
<laughs> like I've been saying to all of you, like literally for months, can you back me up here? Where I'm like, Heat are going the championship. No, nah, in the first round, I remember you saying that, dude. I maybe even before the playoffs started. I re- like I it was totally right, it recall was when you. the bubble started. I was like, dude, I think the Heat could win the championship. Yeah, I remember you saying that, and like I remember that because that's like my team, and I remember being surprised to hear that. Like, damn, I don't really like you know sees see something in this team and like yeah you did <laughs> i'll give you that but that is true people <laughs> when goran dragic goes out bam out of bio gets goes out and jimmy butler's playing hurt dude straight yeah. up like what do you think his like what do you, is that, oh his, yeah yeah his foot was sideways in game one right 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 he's got definitely he's got a bro for sure that's right He's got a he's got a, a tweaked ankle, no doubt about it. Jimmy Butler's no got a sideways ankle, comes out here <laughs> back against the wall after putting on like statistically one of the greatest finals performances since in modern history, like since advanced stats have been analyzed. You know what I mean? I saw this uh link from my friend Lou sends me this thing about like basically one of the most efficient one of the greatest games uh in recent history the earliest game i saw in there was tim duncan so like i know that this time frame is at least in the last like 20 years and jimmy butler's like literally right under lebron james best playoff or finals game ever you know it's like yeah yeah he had one of the best finals game performances in modern history it you know? was like I think it was like him and Jerry West in some category of like unreal, like triple doubles with forty points or some shit like that. It was like him and Jerry West and, 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 he, J- and Jimmy Butler, bro. Come on, man, Jerry West, LeBron James, and Jimmy Butler, dude, get out of here, man. And, and they follow that up with thirty-five, or he follows that up thirty-five points, twelve rebounds, eleven assists, five steals, five steals, bro. That's big. yeah. Uh, he's got such great instincts. He's got that same Dwayne Wade instincts of like jumping the ball. I love, I love seeing that. Yeah. I mean, so real talk though. Obviously, you're a fan of this team. Like, can they win it all? Or is this right? Right. It's like I'm, I'm on this high right now. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. And it's like when you're on this high, you're like, we, you know, it's almost like we got, like you almost feel like you won it. But yeah. dude. There's still two games you got to do this again. You got to win it. You know what I mean? Two games in a row against, you know, someone. And that's like on the other side of this coin, you have this dude who, you know, also in the Hoops Dramas group chat, the debate is, and it's interesting how that's like a barometer of like some microcosm of like what we talk about as basketball fans and culture. You know what I mean? Right. Just seven random dudes like, "Uh, is LeBron actually the GOAT? And I'm like, no, <laughs> no. <laughs> God, bro, it's you like know. we need this shit. We we love discussing the goat. It's so funny. Yeah. I saw um, I think I didn't watch the video, but I saw it titled. It was Stephen A. Smith talking about LeBron can't be the goat because this is like the softest era ever. I don't know, like if you saw that or anything, but he was saying like he can't crown LeBron as the goat because he's playing in like the softest era and like. I mean, it's like there's truth in that, dude. Like, bro, like LeBron's a beast, bro. Like, I'm not saying that he would maybe he could adjust if 
you know, if he was born in the earlier times, like he'd adjust, whatever. But like, but he's not. And the oh, fact yeah. of the matter is, skinny ass Michael Jordan got slaughtered, hammered, bro, in those Dude, playoffs. I mean, it was, like, it was honestly, a different, like, yeah. it wasn't even like close how much rougher the game was. It's not even close. Well, now, I mean, you- it's interesting. LeBron or Michael's around like 190, and then until those Pistons series, like he has to bulk up, and then he gets all the way up to 215. You know, Impressive, you look at the pictures of Jordan, and like you know, his game changed a lot too. But like, yeah, at the end of his career, he never got LeBron big, but like his game was mm-hmm. predicated a lot around strength. You know, strength yeah. and touch, muscle control. There was a lot of muscle there, especially in the low post. Defensively, like, the dude was unreal, you know? Yeah, yeah, man. No, for real. And that's what makes LeBron special is that, like, he was already starting out as monster strength yeah, like with touch. <laughs> right, too freaking, yeah. Like, as a rookie, what did he weigh? Like, probably around at least 230. I'm, I'll and, like, look it up. I mean, I would – I'm, I'm going to guess 215. Okay. I I'm mean, go, like, you got to think, this was, guy's 19 years old, right? Yeah, he was skinnier. I remember that baggy. I mean, it was the early 2000s when the worst fashion of all time and everybody wore just, like, it was the worst fashion, bro. Like, everything was so bad, like, too baggy. Like, suits were, nothing was tailor-made. Everything was just, like, massive. Uh, but, yeah, the jer- I remember LeBron with that big-ass jersey. Good Lord. I was wrong. <laughs> what the was he, like, too- Fuck. Dude, I, I thought, yeah, I figured he was more, to be honest. Oh, was good he? Lord. Okay, I'm sorry, LeBron fans. <laughs> Way off. Way off. This dude is Brian Urlacher. This guy is an NFL linebacker coming in the league. I'm seeing here that it's, 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 it says, and I quote from NBADraft.net, he has developed his body to make it a great strength. He is a lit 240 pounds. There's very little body fat. Has not in quotes, NBA body at 18. Yeah. Okay, yeah, I, that's an NBA body. I think yeah. it's 215. Fuck. Oh. You say so two so when he came into the league he was 230? That's what it says on this like draft article from 2003, yeah. Which means he was probably like to twenty to twenty five, which is, I mean, well, I don't know. I mean, I always assume they exaggerate a little bit, but that's just whatever. Even if it's two twenty five, I mean, bro, six eight, that big. I mean, yeah, whatever. So the point is, he comes in already with the strength and the touch, which is what makes somebody special, man. It's hard to have that combination, and of course, the IQ. Yeah, his passing ability is really what set him apart. Um, and uh, man, but like, yeah, but to go back to that point, it's just like, I don't know, man. It's like it's true, dude. It's like, could you imagine, like, if if oh, you know what I mean? Like, you get you get like kind of hit on the head a little bit, and it's like flagrant too, or flagrant. We have to review it, yada yada. Do you imagine, like? Like, just LeBron getting hammered like he was, in, you know, in Jordan days. It's like they wouldn't allow – like, they, you just – you were just not going to just go in. And, like, it was just – it was it was barbaric, yeah. man. I you mean, know? you can't so deny that. And that's not, like, 
that's one of the weird things. It's such a, <laughs> it's kind of a, uh, Uh, you know, exercise of futility when you compare across eras, you know? Yeah, I hate to do it, honestly. Yeah, because, like, it. it is stupid. It's what we're going to do forever about LeBron and MJ. But, right. like, you know, MJ with the physicality you're talking about, like, yeah, can you imagine, like, a guy like LeBron going against the Bad Boy Pistons? You know what oh. I mean? You What's incredible, yeah. and you have to give them both credit for this, is like they both did not get hurt. Like Michael yeah. Jordan missed, you know, seventy plus games. I think it was second year in the league. I think or he something. only played nine games his sophomore season. Right. Comes in, drops sixty three in the playoffs. No big deal. Michael yeah. Jordan against the eighty six Celtics. Whatever. Uh, in a loss, of course. You know. Right. But like right. they both had to take those lumps. You know, LeBron. Right took on some really good teams in the East. Uh, but I digress. Yeah. Uh, but it's just like, what would Pistons team looking against LeBron? What would Jordan look in an era where he's forced to take more threes? You know, like we've seen LeBron, he probably, you could make the argument that he'd be on the field in that era. Because he's right. Wrong, you know? Right. Right, right. Because, like, you can say that, like, oh, Bill Lambeer would, like, fucking throw him around. Yeah, well, LeBron's probably just as big as Bill Lambeer. Right. And and then he would have a different mentality, too, like, where he would be a lot more fit. Like, he would probably kind of be more savage also. So, like, you know Because you exist in the context of when you play, right? Right, right. Yep. I mean, dude, it's just... It's a product of the times, dude. It's like the millennial generation, which is more spoiled and coddled, and you know, and it just leaks into all aspects and all angles of of life. And in the NBA, we see with all the flopping and yeah, the, uh, the whining and the uh, Look, like. So Lambeers listed at six eleven, two forty four. So like, yeah, LeBron would literally be like bigger than him, like not right. as tall, but like LeBron would be like, oh, you want to like try to like bully me? I'll literally throw you to the ground. You know, like, so I, I do think that there's something to be said about, and if that's absolutely take those points, if you're trying to make the go to point or the goat debate, like this dude's a freak of nature, not to say Jordan wasn't, but like he does have the better basketball body. Now, whether that makes him a better basketball player is a different conversation, but you think about that, like you have like this six, eight, six, nine, you know, 250 pound, Brian Erlacher was 254 pounds or so. You know, I'm growing up watching this guy as a Bears fan, and he is the best NFL middle linebacker in the league. Like this fast linebacker who runs around smashing people. Ray Lewis is like 260. Like this guy is literally <laughs> like people aren't built this way. <laughs> Right. No, right. No, it's freaks, bro. Freaks. Yeah. Like yeah. freaks of nature. It's like a different breed of human, bro. It's just yeah. like incredible. I mean look, I, I yeah, I, I remember like okay, I'm I'm six foot and a little bit, right? Almost six like one sixty. Okay. I played at a small college in Alabama. 
And I remember when we played like D1 schools, like in preseason, we played some D1 schools. I played, it was like an NAI school that I played with. Uh, I don't, NAI doesn't exist anymore. Now the school's a D2, but whatever. Uh, I remember we would play, you know, some Division One schools. And uh, in the preseason, which is always exciting, right? And I remember my freshman year, we played FSU. And I was really excited. And I was like, fuck yeah. Like, <laughs> you know, and like, bro, like, you know, what I realized is like skill-wise, it's not that much huge of a difference. Like we had a lot yeah. of skilled players. Like we, I, we were actually winning at halftime. Right? Obviously we had an incredible half and like one of our guys hit like six threes and we just had a great half. But like what I realized is that those guys are just like, they're just like body wise, physicality wise. They're just like another level. You know what I mean? Like we just couldn't, we could hang with them for a half, but like for a whole, you know, a whole game, they're just they're six nine guy and they're six ten guy and they're like can just do more than our six eight guy that's like our big man you know what I mean like they're point guard it's like six five and he's just, like you know, at, at this like, point you're just like outgunned right exactly yeah. we're just outgunned yeah. they're just they're it's just like bigger, okay man. we really are a good scrappy team but they have Anthony Davis and LeBron James right and that's how it felt like that's kind of similar when I, when I would look at this this Laker team bro and I'm like. Bro, they're just like another level too of good. like physical, man. They're just yeah. too freaking big, and we can't do the same thing. Yeah. Like, he couldn't do the same things that they were doing to other players, to other teams. And it took them like, you know, it, we got smashed in the first game, and then disaster with the injuries. Second game was like demoralizing. It felt like it was a series was over. And I, uh, I can't believe that they're forcing it to six after I was like, oh, it's over in four. Like they just lost, like or. Lost two of their best players and injured their three. I don't know, man. Like I, this is supposed to be a cakewalk for LeBron. Yeah, and I'm looking at this and I'm like, okay, Jimmy Butler is their most important offensive player, followed by Dragic and Bam. I'm like, oh, they're oh, it's over. You know, (laughs) right? Are hurt, right? Like honestly, if you if you kind of look at this, like zoom out a little bit, like. Like zoom out, you're like you're telling me that that LeBron Lakers team like is struggling against a team that has Kelly Olynyk and and Kendrick Nunn and with I mean players with getting heavy minutes that did did big things in the game and what a Duncan Robinson like bro why what is this team get out of here uh you know like this this is the team you know like these are guys that are probably not gonna be Hall of Famers dude probably not gonna like be really superstars. And, dude, they're fucking fighting, man. They're giving this, like, <laughs> dude, this game, I mean, this is, like, the Jimmy Butler game, that was, like, epic. One of the best, you know, performances. I mean, dude, like, like honestly, the, these last two games are historically good. Right. He's LeBroning LeBron right now. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> and t- you know what it is to beat that Laker team where their two all superstars went off, man? LeBron had a beautiful game. He was – he missed, like, two shots. LeBron played incredible. He was nailing threes. When when I was looking at the game and I was seeing that LeBron was having an incredible game and AD was balling, too. I'm not going to say AD had a crazy game, but he had – like, basically, when you have your two best superstars having a great game, does not look good, right? Like, yeah. that's, like, the for, the formula that I saw for the Heat to beat is, like, one of, one of those two guys have to be very contained. Notice when the Jimmy Butler game, AD was, was, was you know, he was a, he was a muerto uh, in Spanish, like a dead guy. He was just like, he was, he, he was nobody, right? He had a terrible game. He was nowhere to be found. He, whatever, he had a, he, he laid an egg. 
And that that's what I saw the formula. I was like, there's no way we're going to beat this fucking Laker team with both of those guys doing what they do. Yeah. You know, it's just not going to happen. And, and this then happened. Like randomly, like, because I'm, I'm straight up, I'm pulling for the heat. All right. You probably figured this out. Like, <laughs> I, I'm a Bulls fan, okay? And so it's weird. It's the year 2020. Uh, basketball's played in my birthday month of October. You know what nice. I mean? Like, it's literally two weeks of the day of my birthday. And usually I look forward to my birthday because I know basketball's coming. I don't give a shit how old I am. You know what I mean? I'm like, <laughs> yes, the Bulls are going to disappoint me again. <laughs> but here we are in the NBA Finals. I'm rooting for the Miami Heat, one of the Bulls' historically biggest rivals. And so right, for real. This is where we're at. You know what I mean? But like, right. and I'm rooting for Jimmy Butler. And it destroys <laughs> me. It destroys me because it's like, Oh, what could have been, you know, <laughs> right. what could have been Derrick Rose and Jimmy Butler were on the same team and they're like, well, let's get, you know, let's get Ron and Wade <laughs> for a year and then like just get a bunch of youngsters and not make the playoffs and make everyone sad and hire the clown college president, <laughs> dean of admissions, Jim Boylan, our head coach. You know, we'll just watch Jimmy <laughs> you know, harmlessly from the sidelines as he goes 11 of 19, you know, and hits his, gets his five steals, you know, plays 47 minutes. <laughs> yeah, it's got to hurt. I couldn't yeah. imagine. Yeah, that, that's got to hurt, dude. It's just wild. You know what I mean? Because right. it, doesn't, it doesn't hurt. I'm happy for him. Right. Okay. Right. I guess it's like, yeah. it's bitter. I guess like the term I'd use is bittersweet. You know what I mean? It's like, Damn, dude, we really decided not to build around this guy. <laughs> like, meanwhile, like, it, and it's not like that. What the Heat are doing is like this that far fetched as far as like practicality goes. Like they just because they haven't been irrelevant. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like they right. were never like, oh, let's suck ass so we can draft. Duncan Robinson and put him in the D league. <laughs> like, <laughs> right. Tyler Hero way later than he should have gone in the first round. You know, and you know, it was never like a calculation. Like, hey, let's let's fuck up, find right. random dudes, and plug them in with uh, Jimmy yeah. Butler, who's going to be, you know, one now. There was no, there was no tanking involved, man. There was no tanking. It was. Was. Let's keep getting good players. And so the Bulls were like, hey, let's suck ass. Because <laughs> that'll make That's us it. better. Right. Right. Hey, let's just be really bad. Get rid of our good players. Right. They can go help they by will, will. compete with LeBron in the finals. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, man. It's. You know what what I noticed in the NBA is like it's so important to have a good executive, I guess. You know, like that Pat Riley guy, like a guy just above the coach. You know, dude, just Pat above, Riley like the is owner. The Godfather. Right. It's like yeah, dude. Pat Riley is like the most dude, he's he's Miami lore at this point. He's up there with like um Jimmy Johnson and like Dan Marino and like Scarface. <laughs> yeah, right. Dude, no he's like you know who my comp is? This is so far fetched. But that's this is what Hoops Travis is about. The Emperor from Star Wars. Uh-huh. He rules the universe. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Like he's had success yeah. at every level. 
<laughs> you know what I mean? Like this dude, <laughs> every like, level of the he's universe, literally won a championship. Do like is a player, That's a coach, true. and a GM. Like he has he, won with Chamberlain and West, you know, with the Lakers. Wins oh, as wow. a coach as a Laker. Right. And then like builds multiple championship Heat team. Yeah, dude. It's true. And coached the Heat to win the championship. Right. This dude yep. has the stones to <laughs> Riley has the stones. Yeah, yeah dude. He, he fired like uh Yeah, that name? was savage, dude. Van Gundy. He fires Van Gundy. It's like, he was I'll like take Hold over, <laughs> you bitch ass. All right, yeah, we're running sprints now. Get in there. We're gonna win the championship. Move Get over, fat Maddie. Shaq. You know, like, Shaq's all of a sudden sheds a little bit of white. Boom. Championship. You know what I mean? Like, just took this Dark Horse team. You know, like, this dude is the godfather. This guy is the emperor. You know what I mean? And that's where I, I want to ask you straight up, like, LeBron James, man. He's, he's such an interesting character for the Heat. He's like the anti-hero. For yeah. Heat fans, it's like this dude came here and won some championships, but he's probably – this is just me pretending to be a Heat fan. So tell me no, like how accurate or not I am. Like uh-huh. he comes in here, wins some championships, but then he just bitches out, fucks around with Pat Riley. He wants to butt heads with our dude. Like seems uh-huh. like a snake, but he is one of the best of all time. Like where do you even like – what are your feelings <laughs> Right, right, dude. It's 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 true, dude. It's kind of complicated the relationship with LeBron. It really is complicated, cause right, like, dude, he, you know, like, like LeBron couldn't have done it without the Heat, and the Heat couldn't have done it without LeBron. You know, so let's be fair. It was like a very uh, symbiotic relationship, yeah. and yeah. so you know, what I mean, like, like, like the, the the LeBron learned a lot from being in the Heat organization, and like, so winning those two championships were like were, were so important for that franchise, definitely. So like, Heat fans are like. Dude, we were so hype with LeBron, and we were like all in with that, and like you know. But when he left, so pissed. We weren't like pissed. (laughs) Oh, dude, they were hated, bro. That remember that? I mean, we don't like we could go into that whole first year, but like if you're a basketball fan and you were like conscious, man, dude, that was like the villainous of most villainous teams of all time, bro. Oh yeah, you know, also Pat Riley is the emperor. <laughs> yeah, right. Darth Vader's right. LeBron James with with those stories of him throwing the rings on the table, like "Come join the dark side." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Which I you also, the, dude, have you noticed that LeBron James literally every team he has gone to since he left Cleveland has at some point been like, "All right, here's some all black jerseys." Yeah, damn true. Like the yeah. Heat were like had the Darth Vader jerseys. Yeah, and bro, then he goes back the to black Cleveland mask. and they win the championships in these black jerseys. The Cleveland Cavaliers Man, have never true. worn Japs. Like, like literally, the Cavs have never worn black before. And now the Lakers are like, all right, put on the black jerseys. Here we go. We're going to kill them. We're going to smash them. Put on the Kobe Bryant snakeskin black jerseys. Destroy the heat. I mean, it's so funny what we found out like with some of my Heat fan friends we found out like the Lakers are going to wear that black mama jersey tonight we were like fuck <laughs> <laughs> we were like god damn it we were like alright fuck that shit like, like it's we over like, <laughs> yeah. was like you don't want to hear it but then you're like okay well if we beat them in that shit it's going to feel even sweeter but like you don't want to hear that they're wearing it because you know you know it gives them extra motivation bro it does man. oh yeah <laughs> 
Yeah. But what do you think about Kobe Ghost? Kobe Ghost, man. You like, believe in Kobe th- Ghost? Th- th- what what kind of pissed me off is like like the whole like uh a like I feel like all right, I understand the team being like, let's do this for Kobe. Like if I was on a Lakers team, of course, like I would expect that. But like I feel like the media to like ABC was putting out like do it for Kobe, yada yada. And I'm like, the fuck? Like what? Like that's not your role to like put it out there, like do it for Kobe. Like Kobe, like I believe they kind of have the Kobe motivation, Kobe ghost. I don't know, but Kobe represented like, I mean, he was a Laker dude. He was a Laker. He bleated freaking purple and gold, but I don't know, man. It's just like, I don't, I don't think, I don't know. It's like Kobe represent. He was such a, put it this way. Kobe represented that Mamba-ness for whoever's ready to put on that Mamba-ness. And if yeah. the Heat show that they got more Mamba-ness, it's not about the Lakers. It's about the Mamba-ness. I think, I think yeah. Kobe was more Mamba than Laker. That's a good question. Kobe has to be traded to the Bulls. <laughs> yeah, right, bro. I mean, like, straight up. Who's ready to go? You know, I mean, he's he's the probably the best Laker of all time, right? Like, that's fair. He wanted to be Jordan, and Jimmy Butler is Jordan's son. So... <laughs> You know, oh, it kind of makes sense. <laughs> yeah, for for maybe... those of you listening, there is a hell of a conspiracy <laughs> theory. Go Google it. <laughs> Who knows, bro, man? You know, there's similarities. They look pretty similar. Yeah. They, be, I mean, they have a similar game, that mid-range, that defense, <laughs> that insanity. You know, love or never die attitude. You know, you know, Jordan had to have at least one kind of like – kid out there he was oh i mean he was a conqueror dude he was a conquistador it's just uh kind of wish jordan spread his seed like like bob marley did you know just, just like just impregnated artists <laughs> yeah, exactly yeah why did that happen I was, I was, yeah because literally i was i was like before covid hit i was a lot about to buy all these bob marley tickets or not bob marley <laughs> oh. but it was like stephen marley's damian marley in, Bro, it's crazy. Vicky uh, Marley all playing at Red Rocks together. And I was which was the third one you said, Nikki? It, like, literally, Nikki like three Martin? or three or four of them. No, I was like uh, Steven, Ziggy, Ziggy, oh, okay. and Damien. Okay. And like, I, I listen to Damien. all their That's music. Yeah, and so dude, I was like, so hell dope. yeah! But and yeah. That Red Rock, it's sick as fuck, dude. I've never been to Red Rock. Oh man, I haven't either, but I know Red Rock is super dope. Well, you'll have to come out when they reschedule. <laughs> right. But for real. You're you're literally seeing this like Michael Jordan energy. I mean, do we comment on whether we think that's real or not? Absolutely not. <laughs> but like, you know, it's it's just very ironic, you know, like LeBron said it himself, chasing the ghost. And uh Jimmy Butler comes out here with 35, 12, and 11. Like, Impressive. Yeah. I mean, big time. Big stones. Big stones. That's what Riley saw. It takes one to know one. And he, he saw, bro. He has, I mean, you know, and it's, it's interesting with Butler, right? Because Butler is not like, he's just, he's not like, he's not a guy that kind of like does that all the time. So the fact that he kind of pulls it out when it's very needed, you know, is really impressive, man. It's really impressive because he doesn't care. Like he, like forty eleven and like thirteen a, in game three too. Jeez, back to back triple or not back to back, but like 
the games the Heat have won, the last two games they won. Good lord! And he's not even a triple double type of guy. You know what I'm saying? Like, he's that's not really like you know he's not like that type of like stat filler. Like, and he's just doing that now because it's just kind of what's needed. What he's team, just not ready to. Yeah, what the team needs. He's not ready to go out yet, man. Like. It's like yeah. you look at Russell Westbrook and now he'll, like, do this on purpose, but it doesn't necessarily, like, make his team better. And, in fact, I actually think that it's one of the reasons Russell Westbrook is not going to win a championship in his career. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Sorry, folks. That's what I think. <laughs> I mean, at this point, it's looking slimmer and slimmer, man. I mean, it's just a fact. Of the ma- I, I don't want to say – yeah, it's not a fact. But, like, I think it's improbable that – you, if you have a guy who has to be so ball dominant, where like they have to intentionally try to get a triple double, fish for a triple double, that's gonna hurt your team. It's just the wrong way to go about things, right? It's like yeah. tanking. It's not the right. I mean, I know it's different from tanking, but what I mean is like there's a right way to go about things, and like that's just that's just not the way to win, bro. That's the way to win stats, whatever. But that's not the way to to win long term, man. It's just not, dude. Like it's about the whole bird, bro. Yeah, and that's what makes the heat more dangerous. In the mm-hmm. only way, the only way that they are more dangerous is they are a full bird. They are. The heat are, yeah. have like better claws and wings. You know what I mean? Yep. <laughs> like they're scary as fuck. <laughs> The heat, but it's a full bird. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, I mean, it, it's it's true, man. It's true. I, one thing I loved, I remember watching a documentary when Michael Jordan's like, you know, when he just he gave so much credit to Scotty, and he's like, if you speak about Michael, you know, if you when you speak about Jordan, make sure you speak about Pippen. He said something yeah. like that. Yeah. And I love that, man. He's like, you realize, like, bro, it's, you know, it's, it, it's a, I mean, basketball is one of those sports that, like, <clears throat> you know, you could really, like, dominate with just one player, right? And it's like, it's like you can kind of, like, influence one player can, one player's presence can really have a, a big impact. And that's why people love LeBron. Yeah. Because he yeah. is. He's a he's like a planet, bro. You know what I mean? Like if we're in a galaxy, LeBron is like one of the biggest stars, like literally suns in the in the galaxy that like yeah. just demand freaking gravity. You know, it just you know it affects. I was waiting for you to use that word gravity. Right. He he literally just affects uh, his presence affects the floor. The you know he does so much, so many little things that people that don't know basketball don't see. You know, it's more than just like his numbers that he puts up, and he puts up the numbers. He's incredible, bro. And he's it's shown it because he's been to the finals like ten years in a row, some crazy ass shit. That's gotta respect it. But <laughs> you know, but like this is what I love about it is like like he can get to the finals, but man, he's lost more than he's won because it shows that it's just it can't be, you know what I mean? Like it's not it Frankenstein. Be, yeah, exactly. You, know I mean? just you can't, can't just like Frankenstein you, you teams. Can, you can get real close, but if you ain't got, you know, if you ain't got the right chemistry, if your squad's not strong, you ain't gonna finish. It's yeah, not gonna finish, man. And, 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 and obviously, he has had strong squads, but I feel like 
and correct me if I'm wrong, but when you say when your squad's not strong, you mean team chemistry. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And like it's it's tough, right? It's tough with LeBron because he's such a like he's actually a great passer. He he this was something I was thinking about the other day, like like guys when we talk about superstars that make and I mean this is I think an important characteristic of any superstar, um, making everyone around you better. Oh totally. Right? Like yeah. And so what's interesting here when we when I think about LeBron and Jordan is that Jordan, you could say, definitely made everybody around him better. He had to learn that, right? He had to learn that. Yeah. Um, he had to, like, Phil Jackson helped, to, helped him to realize that. Like, hey, you know what I'm saying? Like, it is, like, you are the fucking man, bro. But, like, you have to trust your team. You got to make other in. people. Yeah, yeah. And when Jordan figured that out, man, he started winning. So, and Jordan didn't, does not have the, the passing ability like LeBron, would you say that jo- that LeBron's IQ, basketball IQ, is higher than Jordan's? I think that they're two different animals. So it's, like, it's like two different IQs, right? It's like, well, like it's, LeBron's like more the nerd in a sense. That's like, oh my, he's like the mastermind scientist, crazy. Like he just sees, <laughs> he memorizes like ten plays in a row. He knows yeah. the other team's plays. He's like, he, oh, I'll he, go get Dwayne Wade here. <laughs> he's, oh, okay, yeah, yeah I'll put. <laughs> <laughs> right. So it's like he's got a different IQ, but like Michael Jordan's IQ was like it's not. It's like it was like a like a like a guttural IQ. You know what I mean? It was like. It was so like here's a- what. Look, so like they both figured it out. They both figured out how to do what the other does best. So here's here's my opinion, and this is an epiphany opinion too, because it's like I've thought about these things both, but I never connected them. So uh-huh. Jordan born killer all right lebron trained killer like jordan came uh, in okay. was like right knew how to kill right. always has been the better killer like the dude who's gonna put the fucking knife in your throat and be like it's over now the game is mine and i just scored all these points and you were fucked <laughs> you know what i mean and lebron like he wasn't like that first champ or the first finals appearance, you know, like obviously playing one of the really best, dare I say, I mean, like a, flirting with a dynasty, those Spurs teams, you know, they won right. some championships. Tim Duncan won a lot of championships. Yep. So like that's early, late. I don't know what to even call the Spurs. Cause like that was so spaced out that they were, you know, right, right. It's kind of crazy, right? Yeah, but they got beat by a really good team, you know. Right, absolutely. But then, like, all of a sudden, he goes back with the Heat, and it's like they just they <laughs> he has no business being there, you know, or not mm-hmm. no business, but like he really underperformed against the Mavs, you know. Yeah, right. Like, no, I, yeah, he yeah. had a meltdown, dude. Yeah, yeah, he had I can't a total say, meltdown. Yeah, I can't say he has no business being there. He like got the team there, you know what I mean? But like, yeah, it was a kind of a meltdown, and that's you're saying that you're a Heat fan, and so like this guy goes there and like Jordan. Jordan didn't have those moments. No, his it, right. His trajectory was different. Yeah, his trajectory was like in a way more pleasing, right? Because his trajectory was like struggle, 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 struggle. Can't figure it out. Can't figure out struggle. Crack the code. Figure it out. Now I'm here to stay, and I'm coming out, leaving on top, right? Like so. That's like yeah. we love seeing that. Yeah. LeBron's was just, just, it's just different. LeBron, and like I'm not gonna say it's worse, but it's just. 
it's just it's just different, not as pleasing to me because yeah, it's like it's like so right cool. off the bat, like I don't know when he got to the finals. What like thirty or in or some shit? I don't know, dude. It was like get to the finals, right? Like get to the finals, can't win, can't win, can't win. Like playoffs, deep in the playoffs every year, can't win, can't win. Let me get the fuck out of Cleveland. Goes to Miami with this boy, can't win first year. Then it's like. Okay, two years of just ecstasy. Like, yeah, I did it. I made it here. And everyone's like, well, okay, you were supposed to win like seven, but like, <laughs> like, all right. <laughs> like, yeah, you were like this. Like, if you went to Miami and didn't win some championships, it would have been like, you would have literally, like, his career might have been over. <laughs> like, I mean, you would have been a really good player. It would have been like a flop. Like, yeah, it would have been like, imagine. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, it literally would have been kind of flop territory. It's like, if he didn't win any, like, oh, the dude. Oh, he just teamed up with, like, because literally, dude, if you go back at that point in time, you know, I'm going back to my seventh and eighth grade self, literally. I remember I had a pair of Dwayne Wade shoes. Who's my favorite player. And, like, I thought that you could absolutely make the argument that he was better than LeBron. And there was one year I remember thinking Dwayne Wade was the best basketball player in the world. Right. LeBron saw in Cleveland. It was just one year. And most yeah, no, it was LeBron, sure. but there was one year it was like, wow. This and it, and it came down to actually some Jordan like skills, body control, quickness, like just well body control. Right, he was he was spectacular to watch, man, because yeah. it was like dude, he, you you knew what he was his like he couldn't even shoot, bro. You know what I mean? Like he wasn't even a shooter. You knew he was just going to the rim. He's six four, yeah, and, and you still can't stop him. Yeah, it's like he, you're just like why? Like this guy's just unstoppable. It was beautiful. It was this like insane combination of IQ to like know exactly what spin to put on the ball, and body control uh-huh. to like contort uh-huh. himself in the air and hang in the air, yeah. and it was only LeBron. But like what it all comes back to is so like I said, you know, Jordan is that trained killer. Right. That born killer. LeBron. Yeah, or yeah, George's the born killer. LeBron's the train killer. LeBron is he had that natural, I don't have some cute name for it, but that Magic Johnson. Right. And it's like that like insane vision and perfect basketball build. You know, like right. LeBron you could put him at any era in any position and he'd be one of the best. <laughs> like, I don't know if you can say that about many players. For sure. Like Magic Johnson, LeBron James, like probably Larry Bird, but Larry Bird's a little bit I don't know. Yeah, yeah, those are the guys. I mean, like, Larry Bird never was the center in the finals, but, like, I mean, you look at Magic and LeBron, like, they both are good centers. (laughs) You know, both can be the best point guard or center and have shown that throughout their career on their team, you know? 
Absolutely. Absolutely. Absolutely, bro. Yeah, man. I mean, dude, LeBron is definitely an enigma in a lot of ways. It's, it's very interesting to speak on LeBron because he's just, he is a rare talent. He's a rare talent, and what he's doing is, he's still like, dude, he's, like I said in the last, one of the last podcasts, like, his his endurance is kind of something that's, to me, a really important part of his legacy. He's just, I think this is pretty impressive that he's just still this good, this, this old, um, but I don't know, man. I think, you know, like, like it's the probabilities that he gets his championship are still very high. And yeah, yeah. You know, he gets his championship, bro. You know, people might start talking different. But let me tell you, man. Let's say that he pulls this shit off, bro. If did he pull this off, man, you're it, talking it, one of the most insane occurrences in ever. Yeah, in sports, for sure. In sports, it's like Miracle on Ice type of shit. And, yeah, yeah. And if if that happens, I don't know. Like, I feel like LeBron. Like, what happens to that Lakers team? I think. I mean, in my opinion, they should stay together. And like, they, I mean, yeah, I and they, they will. Dude, but uh, if they, how dangerous they could be! Like, all they have to do is add, like the Heat did. You know, they added their Ray Allen. Friend of the podcast, Meredith asks, which Miami Heat player? Do you think listens to the Beach Boys the most? Oh, that's an easy one. Yeah, I feel like we're both going to say the same person. Who are you going to say? Should we say it at the same time at the count of three? <laughs> yeah, you count. Ready? Okay. One, one two, two, three. Three. Duncan Robinson. Jimmy Butler. <laughs> oh, damn it. For sure, Duncan. I guess he looks like a Beach Boy. He does. He does. But but Jimmy Butler has that weird freaking musical taste, man. He does. Yeah, true. He loves country music. He loves country. He fucks with Taylor Swift. He freaking. He does like get around. He's been all these on these different teams. You know. I get around. Yeah, rah, 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 rah. yeah it's a great, great band. I literally man. listened to that song last night, dude. That's pretty crazy. Have you really? I swear to God, listen. Yeah, seriously. Well, there you have it, Meredith. That's your answer. Duncan I, Robinson looks like he would listen to Beach Boys more. Jimmy but Butler, Jimmy Butler actually, actually <laughs> listens to the Beach Boys the most. Appearances can be deceiving. I think this is a hot take, but a good take. So, uh, what did the Heat have to do to win the series? Hmm. What the Heat, let me try to make this simple, right? Because I definitely could talk in circles with this. What the Heat need to do to win the series? One, Jimmy Butler has to, I, I'm not, I don't want to say he's got to do a Herculean effort, which he has just in coincidentally. It's, everyone. You could argue that he, it does need to happen because the two wins has been Jimmy Butler Herculean effort. But, I'm going to say Jimmy Butler has to be uh, aggressive and he definitely cannot have a bad game. I don't, I don't think that he can win with Jimmy Butler having a bad game. So he's got to have at least two more solid games, which is asking for a lot. He literally has to have two more like Jordan games. Yeah. Like he has to go absolutely like, dude, this is not, you know, like 
some weak ass 1999 like no offense it's you have to be a good team to make the championship but this is not the 99 knicks that were an eight seed you know what i mean right their best player hurt in patrick ewing this is the this is lebron james and anthony davis like goes back to talking about earlier about like wade and the kind of you know like lebron's played with some of the best players ever this is a lebron james built juggernaut team this is LeBron to me at his best, bro. I mean, right? What would you say? Like to me, this is you're playing LeBron at his best. He's the most seasoned. He hasn't lost much of a step, and he he knows the game better than ever. He's, you know what I mean? Like he's he's effortlessly just shooting those threes smoothly. I mean, this is to me the best LeBron James. So Jimmy Butler is gonna have to have two more. That's that's a key. Another key is you gotta have. I think Duncan Duncan Robinson's gotta. Gotta no bump that. I'm gonna say somebody else on the team has to definitely um like knock down threes. Like the Heat cannot have a poor, poor three point shooting game either. Those are two keys. Jimmy Butler's gotta have a good game, and the Heat gotta shoot at least decently. I think if the Heat have a really bad three point shooting game, it's over. Yeah, it's over. They they gotta. It's I know it's another tall order, but it's just that's what it's gonna take, man. They cannot have a shit. The ass three point shooting they they depend on it too much you know and that's the only way they're staying I mean like they're it's crazy man I keep saying you know I've been watching these games I got another podcast my friend Reed been watching these games together and it's like the thing I keep saying is like how are they not boxing these guys out right. you have to box out you have to make contact but it's like it's easier said than done when you're playing against the monsters yep. Right, people. Yeah, you don't get what it's like, bro. Like, people don't understand what it's like to be like, dude, just exhausted, and then like, kind of feeling out of position, and like, you gotta like, you know, the ball's already about to come off the rim, and you don't know where the other guy's coming from, and I mean, the game is fast, man. Like, people don't realize the game is really fast, and these guys are playing a putting in a lot of minutes and it's it's tough man you got guys like Dwight Howard freaking man I, I can't stand Dwight Howard bro I can't oh. stand Dwight dude he just he's just such a like pest dude he's yeah. just, like the biggest pest ever he's just a monster well, literally muscle. the largest pest you know the l- largest pest he's in an enforcer you know what I mean he's your typical yeah. enforcer this like giant strong guy who used to be really relevant but like hasn't been that relevant kind of has like a weird reputation and just comes out here and like beats you over the head for 40 minutes well 20 minutes you know uh yeah right <laughs> yeah he ain't playing 40 minutes that's for no, sure he couldn't play 40 minutes a long so, time. so strong dude he's so ah oh, man and he's just yeah he's relentless and and he's kind of like i don't want to say dirty is the right word but he's like you know he's got elbows flying he's he's just like it's a he's just like this he's just dangerous you know what i mean like like he's just dangerous he just throws his body around and i mean man i can't stand him and like one of the reasons i can't stand him either is because like i feel like he's just he should have been more dominant than he was i mean whatever man like i just felt like dwight howard was just has all these attributes have been such a monster especially the game has moved on now but like when in the beginning of his career dude it's like i know he made it to the final or whatnot but like he just should have been scoring like twenty five and like ten rebounds. Like like who's gonna stop that guy? But whatever, I digress. It's you know, it's 
I don't want to get too hung up on Dwight Howard, but yeah, he's he's definitely he's a monster. But yeah, the offensive rebounds, I mean, they're just outsized, dude. But like, they gotta, they, I mean, they did a pretty good job. They did a pretty good job this game of you know rebounding. Jimmy's got to be involved in rebounds. I, I, you know, um, you know, the guards, man, that that's what really kills you is like when freaking you see Rondo jumping in and Danny yeah. Green getting yeah. <laughs> getting these big offensive rebounds. That shit hurts. <coughs> I mean, Lakers did win the rebound about 41-35. So it's not some huge advantage, but it just came down to, I guess, they they only the Heat only had thirteen turnovers. Lakers had fifteen. I mean, shoot, it was a it was a super close game, straight up. You know, yeah, yeah. Two really good defensive teams, teams that can kind of spray you with threes. The Lakers had been on fire at times this series, and tonight the Heat were. So we're gonna yeah. find out. We gonna see. We gonna see. <laughs> gonna see. We're gonna, we gonna be the K. Yeah, Kang is Coach Leo said. <laughs> but hey, man, this is probably our first ever three parter. Boom, boom, boom. Yeah, this is a long one, but you know that that's what happens. Just uh, first first time ever, me and you just on the recording. But you know, this is how it goes. This is how it goes when we're talking hoops in person. You know, it's my mm-hmm. thing. It might be a longer one than anticipated. And if you're still listening, well, shoot. Might as well give us a rating on Spotify or something or iTunes or Apple or whatever you do because uh, it's been awesome, you know. Jimmy rested for 48 seconds in game five. Wow. But did you see him walking off the post-game conference? Yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. That's what you were talking about? I just yeah. saw the video now. You can take 48 <laughs> seconds to give us a friendly review. And uh, – right. Shout out to our guy Evan for making our logo. Check his stuff out at the Wax Cowboy on Instagram. But uh, jump shot, Jesus. Do we do we have any uh, closing thoughts? Closing thoughts. Tune in for these last two games. Um, believe in yourself. No matter what they say. No matter what kind of scary opponent you're faced with. No matter what monster seems to be in front of you between you and your goal no matter how how much the odds are against you and the bets are against you no matter how much it seems like you're not even supposed to be there believe believe wow wow I mean I got nothing else to say Cheers to that, man. I mean, that's what it's all about. That's what we're seeing from this Heat team. But that's what we've seen from that, – that's why we love the game, right? For the love of the game. Is that the, the motto? Well, I feel motto, man. For the love of the game. This NBA season is coming down. This is it. Like, this is the focus of this podcast. I know we can, you know, definitely continue it after the NBA. But, you know, this is it, man. This is it. And I think – I think we're getting a nice, sweet little ending. I think for a rough year and a crazy, turbulent NBA season, I think we're getting we're getting a show. Yeah. I think we're getting a show. We're getting a, a testament, a testament of willpower. 
yeah. you know, a never say die attitude. And uh, LeBron was trying to close us out, dude. I heard, you know, they were talking about how LeBron was saying, like, this is a must win. This is a must win. LeBron came into this game, like, trying to close this out. They wore their Mamba jerseys. Okay, they were ready to throw the parade in LA. They were ready, dude. This was supposed to be it. Pressure right. is on the Lakers now. Shit, they supposed to win, right? They're supposed to win, so I would say so. You know? So, tune in, man. Tune in and learn you something. Hell yeah, man. Well, uh, shoot, what even is the next game? I haven't even looked because... Dude, I, I haven't like, either. Right? Because I, I thought it was going to be over. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I, I don't even know. What's today? Wednesday. No, today's Friday. Um, and is it Sunday? Uh, yeah, I think so. Probably very likely Sunday. Yeah, let's see. Yeah, Sunday, 5.30. So, uh, how about this? Win or lose for the Miami Heat? We, we got to talk about it. It's either the Heat yeah. loss in the finals. Yeah, we got to. Always a pleasure, man. This has been a fun always. show. Long show of all time, literally. <laughs> literally. Literally. I think we've been out here two hours. My my girlfriend's like been calling me. She's probably thinking like, what the hell? <laughs> What's going on? It's I Paul Jones, back. baby. All right. You know? All right, brother. Always a pleasure, man. Appreciate it. Fun. And I'll talk to you soon, man. All right. Sounds good. We'll see you next time, ladies and gentlemen.